Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar on a Disability Competence Resource, the DCAT. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on December 13, 2017. In this podcast, Chris Duff, Disability Practice and Policy Consultant, discusses the evolution of the Disability Competent Care model and how to use the Disability Competent Care self-assessment tool, also known as a DCAT. As with the healthcare system as a whole, the field of care and support for persons with disabilities has been evolving over the last 30 years. The disability rights movement was launched by Ed Roberts half a century ago, precipitating an evolution that continues to this day. Over the years, disability competent care has come to be based on his expectation for equal access in all of its forms. The healthcare system has come to see that each individual has unique needs and are not just a diagnosis. That accessibility is multidimensional and not limited to physical access. And that social determinants of health must be addressed to support self-determination and community access in order to achieve health outcomes. As is evident throughout the model, disability is not understood in terms of a disease process, diagnosis, or injury, but from the perspective of an individual's functional limitations. The DCC model has evolved from a collection of promising practices and processes designed to aid organizations in the delivery of care and supports for persons with disabilities. It has matured to address and incorporate changes in the healthcare system, including the expanded use and role of care coordinators, increased engagement of providers with support, training, data, and accountability. And perhaps what is even considered the secret sauce, which is the ability to integrate Medicare and Medicaid dollars and benefits to address social determinants of health, support independent living, providing the right care at the right time, regardless of peer source. The previous version of the DCC model was developed over five years ago and had three pillars. Since originally released, we received feedback that it was overwhelming to use, making it challenging for plans and providers to identify priorities for improvement or enhancement. Additionally, since the field is progressing quickly, it was time to update some of the content. The current content has seven pillars restructured to make it more accessible, and it now follows a more chronological order of the delivery of care. Most of the content was in the original tool. It's also in the revised version. As you can see here, the seven pillars, I will not read through them at this point. The tool takes the DCC model of care and transforms it into a self-assessment tool. The goal here is to provide a means for plans and providers to assess their own competency, identify areas of strength, and opportunities for improvement. We do not believe any one plan or provider will ever be 100% disability competent. I know I certainly wasn't, but that it is a continual process of self-examination and improvement. The tool consists of a series of questions within each pillar. The accompanying evaluation results form tracks responses 
and provides a roadmap to identify strengths and opportunities for improvement. We have also provided a user guide to help with the tool, which is also at the RIC website. As I stated earlier, it provides background information for each pillar and a brief explanation of each question. Using the evaluation results form, the pillars are separated in tabs across the bottom of the Excel spreadsheet. You can also download a non-508 version that can be used on paper. For each question, you will be asked to choose among five answers. Never, rarely, sometimes, usually, and always. This slide defines each answer a bit further, though I won't review them at this time, but it is included in the user guide. Once all the fields are populated in the evaluation results form, the results summary tab calculates the average response for each pillar and subsection, presenting an overview that may help you and your organization to better prioritize your opportunity areas. This will provide a sense of where you need to begin to focus. Please note, though, that the average response column simply provides an average and doesn't reflect the full range of responses in the section. For example, you may indicate that you usually do the majority of one pillar, but there were a few times that you never do um, a few individual items. Therefore, we suggest that you quickly revisit your individual responses to each pillar to catch these gaps. Now, I will transition into describing how we suggest you use the tool. As this webinar will show, there are many approaches to using the tool. Organizations and providers and states need to decide which steps and processes best fit their culture, available resources, and priorities. For example, some plans assigned an interdepartmental team to complete the assessment and make recommendations. Others have clinical leadership review the tool and identify areas of focus, while still others have engaged an external stakeholder team or consultants in the process. Though there are multiple approaches to using the tool, the process we recommend is relatively uniform. Identify staff members to complete the DCAT and its subsection. Have each of those individuals read and answer the question individually or together. Capture the results on the evaluation results form. Have the team review the results and determine priority areas. From there, obtain internal support reviewing results and recommendations with senior management. Identify improvement team or teams. Develop detailed improvement plans with goals, desired outcomes, and timelines. And then, of course, periodically review the improvement efforts and progress with the larger organization for understanding and buy-in. Again, the tool, User Guide and Evaluation Results form can be accessed or downloaded as a link on this page. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group 
and is supported through the Medicare Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.